Picnic Table Society, a ragtag group of people in recovery that live by Rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Your recovery is your journey. Get engaged, try new things, and have fun with it. Yo, maestro. Intro, please. You can't steal second with your foot on first. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Picnic Table Society. My name is Joe. I'm here with birthday girl Erin, hey. along with Jeff, and we got a special guest this morning, Jesse. What's up, you guys? I couldn't tell it was Erin's birthday today. I know, neither could I. <laughs> Maybe the hat gave it away. The whole hat. Man, I'm doing great today. I got to celebrate someone else's birthday yesterday, you know, a woman that has probably a Close to 30 years sobriety, we went out to one of the springs here in Florida, and it was just beautiful, and then I woke up this morning to so much love. I'm 27 years old. I'm celebrating my third birthday sober. Like That's awesome. It, it just doesn't get any better than this. What doesn't get any better than this is everything else Erin is wearing. She's got a whole get-up of <laughs> flamingos all over her pants. Well, that shirt. On the flamingos. That hat is pretty serious, Well, it, it's very fitting because our guest today, Miss Jessie is really into animals as well in sobriety. Yo, Aaron, tell her about the alligator you ran into yesterday. <laughs> listen, listen. So Aaron fell off her inner tube and almost hit the alligator. Inner tube. So I've started paddleboarding, right? Oh, paddleboard, and sorry. This, this is the second time I've taken my paddleboard out to the springs and I've seen the alligators. I'm good. Yesterday I promptly fell off, not once, but twice, about 10, 15 feet away from probably the biggest alligator out there. And um it was wasn't fun. It wasn't fun because I don't have upper body strength to pull myself back on the board. <laughs> Were you screaming? Well, I was shaking for like, I was screaming a little bit, but uh, Wendy kept me calm and um, I was shaking probably a good 30 minutes after that. Listen, the adrenaline if, was there. If you need a decoy, just take your hat and like toss it to the alligator. <laughs> Not the hat. Not though. the hat. Yeah. Jeez. Should we start like interviewing people for a backup plan? I don't know. That would be pretty smart. <laughs> Things are getting a little risky these days. That's right. Days. Oh, yeah. Jesse, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for letting me join you. I'm no, so excited to be here. It's awesome. No, we're glad to have you. So what do we want to talk about today? Yeah. All right. Aaron. So we got Jesse on here this morning. And so I've seen Jesse around, for, you know, since I've been around and... I hear she has this amazing farm, which I still have not made it out to. Um, but she's got animals. Um, she does things for the community. Like this woman, I hear so much. I didn't know. I didn't know a farm could do so much. You know. So Jesse, please educate me on what you do. It's epic. <laughs> it's epic. It is epic. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So it's epic outreach, and uh, we do. We have a farm sanctuary on the north side of Jacksonville, and we take in rescued animals and allow people like yourselves to come out there and engage with them and meet them and hear their rescued stories. We have pigs and horses and donkeys and dogs and chickens, rabbit. And uh, They're all rescues? They're all rescued animals. They all come to us um, kind of like uh, in sobriety, right? People show right. up here and we're broken. <laughs> and That's right. <laughs> kind of like all of us. Right. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah we, we're, we're broken. Show up with need... my duffel bag full of clothes, you know. And... Some of us are horses. Some of us are hyenas. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of us are jackasses. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at That's that. right. Yeah. Work the 12 hey, steps, Hey, we though. have uh, donkeys there, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and you're cool. nonprofit as well. We are a nonprofit. We're a 501c3. And so 
we take these animals in and we provide them with care and then we have people like kids and adults come out and engage with them and meet them and inspire compassion and kindness. Um, that is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. How long, when did you come into the rooms? Uh, what year was it? 2009. So my sobriety date is January 13th, 2009. So I just celebrated 12 years. Awesome. Congratulations. Class of 09. Look at, oh, that's just like you, Joe. That's right. Oh, wow. That's a couple of y'all. Listen, 2009 was a fucked up year, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It was was. a good year. No, it was was a good year, year. but the first couple months for me were not so great. So you can see how two people from two different walks of life have the same sobriety date year. And uh, where one isn't, where the other one is. That's pretty yeah. funny. Well, no, so you got sober in January of 09. I did. See, I got sober in April of 09. So, yeah, uh, January, February, and March were, uh, they were, they were a little shaky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot from New Jersey. There. That's right. So when did you, um, you've always had a passion for animals. I'm, I'm, you know, I have, I have. So I was, I am going to share this funny thing. So when I was drinking way back in the day, right? So I've always had this passion for animals. Cow tipping. I'm just kidding. I did not cow tip. <laughs> uh, but I did, like, you know, like, we do everything in drinking. We do it excessive. And so I would rescue animals excessively. Oh. And I lived in... She's the lady with the million cats. That's funny. Well, well, kind of. I, so I lived Jacksonville? Up, no, I lived up north. And okay. We had basements. And so I mm-hmm. had animals in the basement. And I was oh a borderline... Goodness quote-unquote hoarder kind of thing. Wow, and that's pretty fun. There's so, probably all different kinds of stuff. Dogs and cats, anything else? Dogs, cats, rabbits, rats, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I just saw you post about a possum the other I day. Did. did you have po- Because I know I'm from up north, too, and there's a bunch of possums and raccoons. Did you bring those downstairs in the basement? No. Those no, possums no. are mean, man. Yeah. Actually, you know what? They're really not. They're actually really docile. So, um, See, I'm they, learning something. They, they just open their mouth to say, hey, get away and scare you. And okay. It works. Okay. And so, they're actually really cool. Creatures. It definitely does work. Yeah. And this yeah. is why we got to get these shows on video so we can invite Jesse back and she could bring us like the snake and the rabbit yeah. and we can have it do live like, like Letterman pres- used to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Animal presentations. Oh, man. I'll call in sick that day. Oh, you better stop it, Flamingo. <laughs> I almost brought an animal with me, but I was like, oh, oh that would have be been cool. That would have been cool. We have a cat outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story behind that cat. So were you, um, were, were you like, I mean, I know you said you were rescuing them. Were you weren't working with animals really necessarily okay for the most part my entire life has been in the animal world i've done sea turtle outreach and protection down here in florida and i've worked in animal shelters i've done it all and you know before i got sober i had my dream job and i lost it because of drinking Ah. and so when i came into and got sober things changed and i did some other things and then i kind of worked my way back to working with animals Mm. which is where i started epic so yeah so the farm i mean how long have you guys had the uh the farm for Uh, so Epic has been around since 2015 and we used to go into schools and teach kids and I would bring in animals like dogs and guinea pigs. And then the farm started in 2019. Okay, cool. 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 Man, that's fantastic. It just shows what happens when we do the right thing and we stay clean and sober. Dreams could be reached. No, that's awesome. And it's it's like you have a purpose too. You're like, you know, providing, you know, it's it's service really, you know? Yeah. Honestly, there's this, uh, I have this thing on my, uh, bulletin board in my office and I created it in 2003 when I was drinking and I was in my mid-20s and it always was to have this vision of this farm and be this education center and I just couldn't get my shit together Mm -hmm. and so I was drinking and couldn't make it happen and it was always a dream and now 
in sobriety, it's a reality, and it's amazing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. And Jesse has her own uh, Facebook page for the farm. It's One Epic Farm, correct? People can put it in the search field and find it? They can, but it's really Epic Outreach. So Epic Outreach is the 501c3. We just call the farm One Epic Farm, but okay. Epic Outreach is what you would want to follow on Facebook. And we post amazing pictures and amazing videos. And if anybody, I always tell the community that if you want to come out there, bring your kids, bring your family, just reach out to us on Facebook or go to our website, epicoutreach.org. And you can connect with us and cool. come out to the farm. We do it by visits only. So it's RSVP. So there's no open days. You can't just show up at the farm. Appointment only. Appointment only. We do live on site. And so I don't want uh, you know, people just showing up. And- <laughs> no, my fiance <laughs> and I, we, we have four between us. Can we like bring them out there and leave uh, one? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, leave no. one. <laughs> Any yeah, kids no. you bring, you must take back with you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Man, we got to do that. I never yeah, right. That. Absolutely. So, it, uh, go ahead, Joe. So do people like... Um, do people reach out to you like, hey, I've got this animal that I can't take care of anymore? Like, how do you even get the these time. animals, these rescues? Yeah, we get reached out to all the time for animals from dogs, cats, pigs, horses, all the time. People want to um, relinquish them and have us take care of them. We are only a seven acre farm, so we can't take everything. Right. We have about over 30 animals right now that we're caring for, so we're kind of at capacity. I got gotcha. you. So we basically try to help the animal control agencies. Because they kind of get in positions where their focus is dogs and cats, and they get a pig. Mm. They don't really have the ability to care for us, so we will take them for them. Horses, we're kind of at capacity too, but we will, you know, if the right situation needed. Do you have a baby there? I mean, like, who's your favorite? Uh, is it a horse? <laughs> you know, horses are my passion, so right. if you've been around me in sobriety, uh-huh. you know for the longest time it was always my dream to have a horse, and I've followed that for about two years in sobriety and finally made it happen, and so horses are at the heart for me, but both they're of, all my favorite. Both of my little kids, both of my little girls, they love horses. I was going to say, Joe, there's your ticket right there. Yeah, no, Isabel, our oldest one, she, man, she loves horses. She wants to do eventually, I mean, she's she's five right now, so she's still little, but she still wants to do uh, like horseback riding lessons and all that kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, she, she's, she would get a kick so out of it. So I want to ask you this, do you ever get calls for like the exotic animals because you guys know i went and rode on an elephant not long ago and i got to see you know um somewhere out in gaines near gainesville um the woman had i think it was seven elephants and she's a boarding center i guess there's like a difference between like centers of what they call them and stuff but she was a boarding center so do you ever get and everybody knows tiger king do you ever get any like exotic (laughs) animal requests not really, but if we did, I wouldn't be able to probably handle them because you have to have a certain license to be able to have those animals. And so, and we don't really have the facility or the setup for it. To, so. hand, to handle elephants? To handle, yeah. Aid. They need a lot of space. And I'm, a lot of room. I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, you know, first I want to say... Um, Happy birthday to Jack, if Jack is listening. Today's his birthday as well. So you share a birthday with an awesome, awesome dude. And I saw um, a post from you, Jesse, on Facebook. You guys have a lot more going on than animals at the farm. A whole bunch of blueberries. Are you growing a bunch of stuff there as well? Uh, we're trying, yeah. The animals, <laughs> very Jeff, difficult. Jeff, the animals eat all the stuff, so. They do, they do. Yeah. So we have, na- we have natural. They look delicious. Okay, so that is from the farm down the road. Oh. So there is a farm down the road that has them. But we do have blueberry bushes, but they're not as big and as abundant. So we've already picked them all in our farm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going, down the, we're going down the street now to get the blueberries from, nice. the, from the neighbor down the road. That's cool. <laughs> and what about the books? Tell us about your books. Yeah, so I'm so excited 
excited because I am a published, self-published and kind of independently published uh, children's book author. So we have, um, they're all written about the animals at the farm, the rescued animals. So, oh, and, wow. That's kind of cool then. Yeah. So it's so a little it, personal kind of thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. And the stories teach about kindness and compassion. And so that's the whole gist of our mission with Epic Outreach is kindness and compassion. And so we teach that through the stories of the animals and... They're awesome. I paint them, I draw them, paint them, and then I help to write some of them, and some of them I've actually written. And Holy so. crap. And thank That's you for cool. bringing us our gift bag. I she know. gave a gift bag to all of us. Yo, my kids are going to love this Oh, books. mine too. And, you know, Joe, it's very difficult. I've been trying to hang out with Joe for years, and Joe never wants to hang out with me. He won't fish with me, nothing. He won't run with me, even though Maybe he bought rice. I see you every day. Maybe the connection is kids and a farm, Joe. Kids in the farm? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Come out. That's like a said, commitment? You, you wanted to leave your kids there. I'll leave mine, too. There you go. And we'll go fishing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's great. How... We have a big pond on the farm, too. It's oh, like see, there you go. Pond, and it has a little alligator in it. And we've done I've heard you have two. Uh, there's iffy on the second one. The, iffy. There's, there's one that's definitely there, and uh, and we have people that come out and do stand up paddleboard yoga. And yes, oh, wow. so, I've heard of that. So can we take Erin and like throw her into the pond? <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, that alligator. If we catch fish, though, I mean, are there you... are fish in there, and there yeah. are frogs, and there are turtles, and we've never had anybody fish to catch them. So I don't know how uh, big they're. Not, not that big. I was just they're, they're not that big. No. It's okay. Yeah. No, I only go pond, for the big fish. Jeff. So what are the what's the, all right? So your books. What's the name of? Is there like a name of this? Is it like a series? Like what? Uh, so we have a farm tale series. It's and it's there's a chicken book, a cat book, and a pig book. Okay. And then we have two dog books, and okay. you can get them all on Amazon if you search Amazon. Jesse Miller is who I am, and you can search my name on Amazon, and it'll pull up the books. So it's just under there as, as you as the the as, author, as me as the author, yeah. Okay. Or you can go to our website. All the books are on our website, epicoutreach.org. Oh, okay. You can find them there too, and I sign them. So if you buy a book from me directly. I will hand sign them. That's awesome. that's awesome. And on that website, uh, that's how people can contact you about possibly visiting your farm. About too? visiting the farm, yeah. And they can find out all the information about them. We also have a pen pal program, which is really cool. So if you're from, if you're listening and tuning in from far away in another state or wherever, you can go on there and you can become a pen pal with one of the animals. It's a farm friend pen pal. I swear, the next time I'm like having a day, like uh, I don't feel like doing nothing, I'm just going to like think about what Jesse's sharing with us this morning. You got a bunch of stuff going on that's yeah. probably a, a lot of, of work too taking care of all the animals and jack it's, and jack yeah and, and taking care of jack is <laughs> yeah, a lot of work there you go well and i know um you often have a lot of days where um people come and help and volunteer you out there volunteer with you out there don't yeah they? i do and i have a lot of people in sobriety from um who want to get out there and get with meet with the animals and hang out and you know, even if they have community service hours or they just want to get outside and um, help out, then they come out and we have a tour. They'll help out at a tour or they'll help with the animals. We need a lot of people that will. So a lot of the animals that we get are, quote unquote, broken and they have a lot of issues. And so they need people to engage with them and help them out. Uh, and so having people come out there and groom them and spend time with them uh, really helps them because I can do all that all day long. But it's great to have other people with different voices and sizes and shapes and things oh yeah i no, get that's it cool. i yeah. get it yeah. i need people to do service that's right service it's service work that's right. no it is service that's and right. like i said you know it gives you it gives you a purpose you know I, i'm a big believer in you know wh- whether you're in recovery or not in recovery you know having something that drives you um right. just having that purpose of you know it, it's fulfilling 
Yeah. And I think that's that's a really key part to um to our lives, you know? Yeah. You know, Christmas time, uh, we we had just bought a home uh, for the first time in November, and uh, we decided to get the kids a cat in December for Christmas. So Samantha went and picked out this beautiful cat, and the kids named her Princess Fluffy Butts. Mm, and um, what happened was, yeah, I didn't know she was going to get the kids a cat. She came home with the cat, you know, be quiet. And no, I love cats. I love dogs, too. And I, what happened was she ruined my Christmas present to her. I wanted to get her a cat. So I had to tell her, you know, I'm going to get you a cat, too, now that you ruined my present to you. And she was laughing. So I went back and forth three times to the Humane Society, and I finally found a cat. Little kitten. Brought the kitten home, and we named the kitten Darth Vader. Because it's an all black kitten, you know. We lo- I love Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, <laughs> she's never heard of watch Star Wars. So um, now the cats are kind of like six months older, and Princess Fluffy Butt is just the greatest, greatest cat in the world. And Darth Vader, we've changed his name to Moncrief. That cat is crazy, absolutely nuts. But we love him just the same. Tearing just, the house, my cat's tearing story. the house up. Oh, tearing the house up, eating the bread, jumping on the bed at twelve thirty at night. It's, it's just, it's just too much. <laughs> But, you know. Well, now you know you can just drop them off at uh, uh, Jesse's no. I was getting there. I was getting there. <laughs> Listen, we have seven barn offer. cats. We don't need any more. That's Eight, funny. One, Eight. Seven, yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to share something. So what's really interesting is most people want to go out and get kittens like you did, right? Because they're cute and fluffy and they're babies. Mm-hmm. Same thing with puppies. But you never know what you're going to get. Just like, you know, kids grow up, you don't really know what their personality is really going to be. Same thing with animals. I have that so, problem with ex-wives. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, well, whatever. <laughs> so we get a lot of animals that are already way, you know, we've got a thoroughbred horse there that's 22. We've got a horse that's 30, some of them in their teens, and the, the pigs are all older. And you know what you're getting. And so even though people don't want them anymore, we love them. We love them when they're already aged and no longer that cute little thing that Mm. you know is cute and cuddly and then grows up to be you know a terror oh we love him though we love him listen (laughs) when you when these animals come in broken like is there a time table you just going to keep them now forever well yeah yeah so the farm is a sanctuary essentially Uh, we do once in a while we'll adopt an animal out if it's not the right fit because we do need animals that everybody can engage with um and you're not going to get bit or kicked or harmed um, because we like that direct animal inner animal human interaction and so if they can't do that then we sometimes will adopt them out but for the most part everybody right now is staying and will stay there forever and never have to go anywhere well what about the future do you have future plans in getting more acres to expand <clears throat> that is a dream yes yeah it is a dream but yeah so the more acres you add the more animals you add and yeah. the more work and yep. so mm, yep you know, you get to a point where you're, you've got to figure out if, you know, adding more is really beneficial. Especially for a nonprofit. Not. Yeah. I like, was just getting ready to say with a nonprofit, I'm sure that that's really hard to do is to continue to add. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for the animals. So they all need to be cared for, not just fed and clean, but they need love and attention and nurturing, just like the sick and suffering alcoholic that comes in the room. That's right. right. We all need to be loved and wrapped our arms around. Same thing with the animals. They need that interaction. And so... You keep adding more in the less time you have. And so it really, you have to figure out whether you have enough manpower to do that. And you have a pig, you said. 
We do. We have several. You have several. I can't imagine we how much six. it costs to maintain a pig's, a pig's appetite, right? You got to yeah. feed that pig Actually, a Actually, they are the easiest ones. Really? Oh, yeah. Because they'll eat carrots and apples and veggies and leftover stuff. Get out of oh, stuff. They're, they're not picky. They they're not picky. They don't eat like bacon and stuff? No. That's a joke. No. That's a bad joke. No, that is a <laughs> really bad joke. <laughs> hey, no. we could drop Jeff off at the farm. Oh, hey, oh yeah. Listen, yes, you should can. come out there and meet Jimmy. Jimmy is the big, he's a big, we call him a big Yorkshire pig, but he's he is massive, but he is so cool. You guys would love him. I need to meet you. You would, Joe. He's just the that's biggest. cool, like friendly and stuff. Oh, so friendly. Yeah. Kids love him. He just goes up to you and just yeah. He's oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. You know, my roommate's you. friends with Jesse, and she's been on my ass about going out to this. Farm. You have to come out and like seriously. I'll have a bad day, and she'll come in the kitchen and say. You should come out to the farm with me tomorrow. <laughs> it, it's, it's really soothing. You, yeah. I'm telling you, it'll change your attitude right around. And I'm like, I got something to do. And I never, I've, I've yet to go out to this farm, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, you know what? Everything that's coming out of her mouth right now sounds real soothing. Listen, and we have real a hammock fun. out there. You can hang in the hammock right on the pond. Over, it's relaxing. Melissa is the one that has got got me the to put the hammock out there, and so <laughs> that's right up Melissa's alley. Yeah, it we is. love Melissa. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know. So your books, you got any more coming out? What's oh, uh... uh, there's a ton of them in the works. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, so there other will than... be more coming out. Other than your website and social media, is there any other way people could like? It's a it's a um, nonprofit, so mm-hmm. you survive on donations and we help. do. We what do. are is there any other ways where somebody could um, make uh, uh, donations or anything, or they just got to go to the website? Go to the website. Okay. We're constantly fundraising on Facebook. So if you're friends with me, you know that I'm constantly fundraising. Um, but I have no shame because this is a passion, mm-hmm. That's and right. I am super passionate about these animals and spreading compassion and kindness and i will never stop <laughs> so we're constantly fundraising on facebook and then go to the website uh and our phone number is on there you can reach out to me directly you can message me on facebook i'm way open about all of it so. cool no that's awesome so so how long did it take when you um i mean when did you come up with the idea for the books and how long did it take for you to actually publish one well, I've always had the ideas. Okay. Right? So drinking always got in the way of that. And right. So the ideas have always been there. And then uh, I rescued a dog named Chance, uh, who's a pit bull. And pit bulls get a bad name and sure. get a bad rap. And so I had this idea to write this story about him meeting a butterfly and how they have a conversation about judgments and um, discrimination. And so that book is the first book I ever wrote. Oh, and cool. That came out and then it just spawned into a bunch of other ones. That I gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. So it's like a life lesson in there. It is. And there's questions. So the books are really cool because in the back of the books, there's questions that engage the kids or the parents. I've had people read the Chance book, which is about the pit bull, yeah. and change their mindset mm. about the pit bull breed and discrimination. And so... Even adults read the book. That's awesome. What, was it was it difficult to get them published? Like no, you can self publish on Amazon. You can self publish really? a children's book or any type of book. Yeah. Okay. So the first two books. About I to wrote, write a book, yo. I uh, know you should. It's, <laughs> no, listen. It's not I, that hard. I, I had an idea. You know, so Joe and his ideas. Here we go. No, go no, no. She's so, the pit bull. Tanya for, was the butterfly. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> hey, listen. It might it might be the other way around. Oh. <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. Oh, no. No, that's funny. <laughs> Not at all. She's going to listen to this anyway. That's <laughs> all right. Edit. Um, no, so um, for years now, like every year when I go back home to visit my family, my, my sister's kids, uh, my nephew and my niece, they always give me like a stack of paper and they're like, Uncle Joey, write us a story. So for years, every time I go up there, 
I'll just write out a little 10 page story for them, do some like basic drawings, but they get to color everything themselves oh, cool. and do like all the illustration yeah. and everything like that. And I just make up these like, you know, just completely zany, you know, off the wall stories just on the spot. My, my, uh, my nephew's name is David. So the books are always like Dave, Dave, the peanut or Dave, Dave, the Dorito or Dave, Dave, <laughs> the, the vacuum cleaner salesman. You know, like I made a story about him being a vacuum cleaner salesman and he was, you know, uh, demonstrating a vacuum cleaner and he got sucked inside the vacuum cleaner and was in like a parallel universe and had to figure out how to escape it. You know what I mean? You're a sick, sick man. <laughs> no, they get, listen, they get, they, they get a kick out of it that like they're little. I love it. I yeah. They're, well, they're, they're getting older now, but over the years, I mean, they're, you know, they're kids and stuff and they get a kick out of it and they get to color everything and yeah. stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, my wife was telling me like, you should just publish those things. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm going to write a story. It's Joe. all oh, hilarious. Jojo. Imagination. Oh, there's plenty of imagination it's, it's there. Jojo. I don't have time to go Jojo through all the pressure washing. Washing. <laughs> no, it's funny. I'm never letting you live that one down. Nope. Hey, listen, it's but it's fun though, you know. Yeah, he's a bowl I wish of I had imagination like that. That's pizza, right. That's yeah. right. People no, ask me all the time, though. Like honestly, like how can I? Like, there's so many people that want to write. Yeah, books that's and they have I, these ideas. That's why I brought it up. They don't right. know how to do it, or they don't have the motivation, or whatever. And I'm like, you just got to do it, right? Just like mm-hmm. getting in sobriety. It's like you just come in the room and you just take the first step and you just keep going. You just one foot in front of the other. Absolutely. After, you just got to do it. That's some willingness, man. Take some willingness, action. Take yeah, action. take some action. Mm-hmm. That's Program cool. of action. That's yeah. cool. That's right. Well, we're uh, we're almost running out of time here. Is there anything else you want to uh, you know bring up or say about farm books? Anything else that you got going on? No, I just invite everybody to come out. Like we loved, even Jack loves to share the farm with friends, family. Even if you're listening and you've never met any of us on this podcast, just reach out and come out and meet it because it's like a the farm is a magical place. And we've had people say it's like walking in a fairy tale with your farm friends. And it really, truly is. And we've created this harmony and this energy of just love and compassion and Mm. kindness. And we I know it inspires people to be more kind to animals, each other and the planet. And so that's the whole mission. And it's just the message I want to share. And I want to invite people to come out and experience it because it's pretty fantastic. That's awesome. You will leave feeling like, wow. Can you well, give your website one more time for people? Yeah, it's epicoutreach.org. And epic is E-P-I-C and then outreach, O-U-T-R-E-A-C-H. And I will share that epic stands for educating people, inspiring compassion. Oh, wow. Oh, so okay. it's an acronym. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Well, we could definitely tell it's working for you because you, you, you're definitely, I mean, we could just tell. Yeah. Like you are, you know, it drives you. It you does. have this passion and it's giving you some sort of, you seem, you seem like you're in a good place really good place. I love it. It it is my passion. And, you know, getting sober has just um, enhanced that. Like, you're able to, especially now, 12 years sober, right? Like, I just feel like it's just everything's opening up and becoming more clear and it just gets better and better. You got a new pair of glasses. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. It just keeps getting better, right? That's right. It does. Can't wait to see her in a year. You can't make this stuff up, Joe. You really can't make up that hat either. I wish you guys could see her sitting here right now. Like, she's literally glowing with the passion that she's feeling. That's why I said that. You just can't make this shit up. What is coming out of your hat, by the way? It's candles, man. Those look like legs. Listen, it's candles. My mama got me this hat on my 18th birthday, and I wear it every year. Shouldn't the candles be standing you, straight up? It probably should be, but it's ha- it's seen a 
couple birthdays. You know that hat is straight out of a Dr. Seuss book, right? Damn straight. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just, I won't say anything. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, hey, um, you know, Jesse, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, We thank everybody for listening. And um, Aaron. Thank you for wearing the hat. Yeah. Anytime. Happy birthday. Too, That's right. Happy Anytime. birthday, Aaron. That's happy right. birthday, Aaron. Happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, yeah. Wendy, from last night. But um, happy birthday. Jeez, oh, these flamingos, they're killing me. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Everyone, thanks for thank listening. You, we'll catch you next time. Thank you, Jesse. All right, take care.